We're here starting your day right with Marketing Espresso, your marketing caffeine hit of the day. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Marketing Espresso. Thank you for joining me for the first guest episode of 2023. I'm so grateful you have chosen to listen to this podcast. Now, I've got a pretty special guest today. I am a big fan of hers, which I've told her probably way too many times, but I'm so excited that she has come on the pod and that she is giving you guys some absolute nuggets. She is just, ugh. I mean, you'll hear it for yourself. She's really, really cool. But more than being really, really cool, Kate Toon is an award-winning digital marketing entrepreneur, an online business success story, a Google beast tamer, straight-talking copywriting coach, and a popular educator, speaker, author, and podcaster. She's a proud business misfit, a mad hula hooper, and a slightly wonky roller coaster. I'm so excited to have Kate on the show for you guys today. She is a true business legend. She's built her business and, and pivoted, which I'm going to use that word. And, you know, you'll have a laugh with us as we use that word through this episode too. She's just, yeah, listen, get ready to take some notes because there's a lot that you're going to learn from Kate. I hope that you love this episode. As always, if you do love it, tell a friend, tell someone, give us a review, reach out to me. All the details are in the show notes. I hope you love it. Kate, thank you so much for joining me today. Great to be here. Now we hit record. Let's be completely honest. We were like, <laughs> we need to be recording this because we're talking about affirmations and how much it's helped Pompel. Pompel, I said it right, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. With like his doggy growth. Yeah. Talk, so yeah. Pompel is a senior dog. He's nearly 15. Um, and you just were saying he looks very sprightly. Mm. You go, go to the podcast notes where you'll see a screen grab of uh, our beautiful dogs. Um, anyway... And I think one of the reasons I do walk him every day, he does eat pretty well, um, but I give him a lot of affirmation. So, you know, every day we wake up, I give him a cuddle, I tell him he's beautiful, I tell him he's smart. He's not very smart. I tell him, you know, he's furry and, you know, I really wish I had someone who woke me up every morning and said, you're beautiful, you're furry, you're smart. (laughs) I think I would be a better business person if I had that. So yeah, dog dog affirmations. Maybe that could be my next side hustle. I actually think should be. I think you should create an app so that people have things to yeah. say to their dog. Yeah. And you could translate it into dog as yeah, well. Woof, woof, woof. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll find it's woof, woof, woof. You know what? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I did yeah, it wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still learning. Toby's yeah, yeah. not quiet. My app, my app will help. Don't worry. <laughs> I think, you know what, though? There is a science behind this because they say, and like people are just going to tune the hell out right now, <laughs> but they say, oh. <laughs> bye bye. They say, that if you talk to your plants, it will help them grow. Oh, yeah. Well, that's actually the oxygen that they need. Yeah. But I just I, think dogs need love and they feel it and that the vibration in your voice, that kind oh, of... Oh, totally. So really, you know, when we're talking to our dog, we're often talking to ourselves, don't you think? Yeah, it's true. Oh, my dog, it, like, I've had him a week, as I said to you. Yeah. And like, oh, he's a, he's a, I call him Toby Turbo because he's psycho already, bless, yeah. but he's yeah. like his owner, right? That's it. <laughs> he's a mirror. But he's I a will very mirror. He's 100% a mirror. He And he came into my life because he needed to be the mirror. But I will say he is definitely, yeah, like picks up on my energy and everything. They're, they yeah. are such a mirror of us. It's so yeah. true. So he's having a one-on-one session tonight. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you need a one-on. Maybe you need to sit in on that. I am sitting in on it. Maybe you need to learn to sit and stay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's this episode. Why running your business is like being a puppy. I don't know. And it is. Yeah. 100%. We need treats. We need treats. Yeah. We need walks. We need pats on the bottom. We do. We need to be told that we're awesome. 
belly rubs. Good boy. Good girl. Doing a good job. Tick, myself. Tick, tick. You yeah. showed up to work today. Congratulations. I, yeah, exactly. Well you done. dragged your butt out of bed. Yeah. Oh, God. I was worried that uh, Toby was going to be a afternoon dog, like as in, but uh-huh. no, we've, we've, don't worry, 5.30 a.m. this morning yeah, he's awake. Yeah, the morning dog. Yeah. 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 Well, should we get into marketing? No, yeah, I guess so. It's a bit boring compared to no. dogs. Yeah, we'll keep the dog thing going, I reckon. Yeah, okay. All right. We, we'll just keep the, like, the, what's the word I'm looking the for? Analogy, the analogy. The concept, yeah. Yeah. Because people, you know what? I've not yet met someone that I've connected with in business that's not a dog person. There you go. What about cat people? You're going to lose like, 50% of your audience if you say I like cats too. Yeah, I like okay, cats too. But cats are like, cats are their own people. They are their own people. Yeah. yeah. Whereas dogs are our people, you know. Yeah, they're there for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very big difference. <laughs> What are we going to talk about today? I don't know. It's your podcast, mate. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> hey, what I reckon would be great, and I'm just, by the way, on the dog thing, I'm watching my dog attack my plant. So Excellent. Does that help the plant grow? Yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk. You are the SEO queen. Would we say that? We could. Although I will say that I'm trying to evolve away from being the SEO queen, which is a bit of my challenge at the moment. All right. So, well, talk us through the evolution and what you're <gasps> focusing on now, because this is what I'd love you to gift the audience. Like what? Yeah, it's a real challenge, honestly, because I spent the early part of my career as a copywriter. I worked in agencies like Ogilvy. When I gave up my full-time job and started freelancing, it was ostensibly as a copywriter. You know, that was my skill. I did that for about three or four years and I built up a big reputation as that. Like there was very few keywords you could pop into Google where I wouldn't pop up number one. I worked really hard to be known as a copywriter. And then I was like, oh, this SEO thing, there's not many women doing SEO. There's no SEO courses that are any good and Google doesn't have any kind of a course. That could be my niche. So then I worked really, really hard to pivot. I said it, I apologize, (laughs) from being a copywriter to being an SEO person. While still keeping the copywriting going because I started a membership for copywriters. So I still needed to keep my hand in. Yeah. Then I started the recipe course, spent five years building up my reputation to be the SEO queen. And which then you I did. Want, which I kind of did. It's good, you know. But then now I want to move because now I do everything. I'm a holistic marketer. I do a bit of everything, podcasts, books, conferences, events, coaching, memberships, Facebook groups, email funnels, CRMs, shopping. So now I want to be known as like a business mentor, digital marketing coach. And it's hard to keep, it's like Madonna. You know, people are like, no, I like old Madonna when she was like 80s and had crimped hair. I don't want you to be this new Madonna. You know, please play the old music. And and it's and I don't want to because I still run the SEO course and it's yeah. still twenty five percent of my income comes from SEO courses. Yeah. So it's hard. I'm trying to evolve whilst shedding chameleon skins. Chameleons shed? No, I, I will snake shed. Snakes? I don't want to be a snake. I'm shedding my fur. <laughs> my fur. There we go. Dog. I'm trying to be a new dog and learn new tricks, but I have to keep still doing the old tricks because it's still my revenue stream. So it's hard. So I think this is the conversation I want us to, oh, to okay. give the audience today because I think, and look, don't get me wrong, we're going to get you back for another episode because as you know, <laughs> these are short, sharp episodes. Short, so you, yep. we've got so much we can get from your brain. But <laughs> today let's chat about, because you've done it before. And I think a lot of people are in this transition phase at the moment. We're seeing it even in corporates, people leaving jobs, changing their mind. We've had two years of upheaval and now people are like, oh, I'm not happy doing what I do. So how, firstly, 
how did you decide to make the change the first time and then again now? And then secondly, how do you transition? Like, what would you say the process is of of doing that successfully? So in answer to the first bit, how did I decide? I think I was a freelance copywriter. I got to the point where I realized that, you know, I was exchanging time for money and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a great business model. I put my prices up as much as I could. Uh, you know, I was starting to get to the point when you're a copywriter or a marketeer, you expect about 50% of your quotes to be rejected. Mm. Yeah, that's that's right. If if 100% get accepted, you're too cheap. If 100% get re- re- rejected, you're too expensive. Yep. So about 50%. But I was finding that margin was tipping and even the big brands, the Telstra's, you know, the, the New South Wales Arts Forum, they were beginning to go, oh, okay, it's a bit more than we expected. So I knew I'd reached a bit of a ceiling with my rates. Mm. And so I was on, I was limited to what I could earn in the, I only have 20 hours a week to work. I'm a mom, yeah. you know? So th- I was never going to earn more than that. Now it was a decent salary, but I had, I'm the breadwinner. I have big bills. I had a mortgage. I wanted to achieve things. So I knew I had to find a way of making income while I sleep. The whole Warren Beatty, make money while you sleep or you'll work till you're dead. So I, and also I'll be honest, I was curious. I'm, I like to do new things. So I was like, how about a course? This is when courses were new, right? Yeah. Challenges were new. People didn't have Facebook groups and things like that. It was all new. So I wanted to do it for the curiosity as well. And I saw the opportunity. Um, and so that was why I did the initial pivot. There was no women in SEO. Most SEOs are boring. Uh, and they're men and they're white and they've got beards. And while I do have a beard, um, it's not as impressive. So no, I saw an opportunity. That's why I pivoted. And it was hard. It was really hard to get people to accept me as an SEO, more so the, my peers than my customers. Customers just yeah. not happy, but God, the SEO industry is hard. It's very male dominated. Who the hell are you? Now there's loads of women in SEO, but six years ago, seven years ago, there really wasn't. Yeah, it's so true, actually, because yeah. every agency I came across was it, when I was in corporates and I was yeah. hiring, external hiring. Yeah, every single agency was run by men. You're right. Yeah, and even now, like there was a conference in Bali, they'll hate me for bagging them out, but you know, the whole panel was males. Or, yeah. you know, um, it's, you know, there's a token female here or there. So that was really, really challenging. And and very upsetting at times. Like I really, I really had to make a decision there. Do I want to be accepted by my peers or do I want to be accepted by my customers? And I chose my customers. Yeah. Great uh, choice. Yeah. Good choice. But it was a hard choice because it's very ego tied up. Yeah. You want people who you respect to respect you. Yeah. Some people ain't never going to respect you. So whatever. <laughs> so that was it. And then now pivoting again, what is the process? Oh, there's a few steps, I think. I think you have to decide. So you have to stop wavering and go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the risk. So a big step for me was feeling that out and then making a decision. And I went in and I changed my LinkedIn bio, my Instagram bio, my homepage, everything to say Mm. business mentor, digital marketing coach. The act of doing that made it feel real. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then now I think it's just going to be talking about it as much as possible. Like, you know, you have to bang on about stuff till you're sick of it. As soon as when you're at the point where you're like, I literally can't post about this again. That's probably when someone else has gone, oh, so you're a business mentor. Okay, yeah. I get it. So and then you've so- got to post another thousand times for yes. everyone else to kind of get it. And it's it to be fixed as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. My business coach always says this. She's like, when you're sick of it, keep going. Because like you think you're boring other people, they're not seeing your stuff. And it's so true. Like I know, like you, we know from me, marketing, mm. like you have to, people have to see stuff repeatedly for it to sink in. And I know with my own marketing, when I started banging on about marketing strategy, it's taken six months of just talking about that solidly for someone to be like, oh, did you do strategy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and then 
not only are you trying to position yourself, what you do, but how you do it, what your values are, what your personality is. And then after you've managed to get that across, then you can start introducing your products. Yeah. And here's something to actually buy. Okay, now you get me. Now you understand what I do. Now you can pay me. Yeah. If you can't start off with the products, you can't be like, I've got a new product. And people are like, well, sorry, what? I thought you did Nessie. What? You know, you need to introduce it slowly. But mm. my problem is as well, I still run the membership and the SEO course. So yeah. it's, and I don't want to be like, I don't like that anymore. I'm not a copywriter. Damn you copywriters. Because I love that. And I think sometimes people find it very hard for you to have more than one dimension. It's like, just be one thing, please. It's like, of course, I'm not one thing. Mm. Lots of things, you know, and I'm not particularly, you know, some people are like they're born and they can play the violin age three and they're just, that's it. You know, yeah, that they've yeah. got that thing. I've never been that person. I'm quite good at a lot of things. But I wouldn't say I'm a virtuoso at anything. I'm a bit the same. Like yeah. I'm I'm not, yeah, I was never born with I feel like I was not born with a natural talent other than yes. probably similar to you. We're both we both like to have a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's our thing. Like we bring fun to the things that we do learn the skills of. And hence why marketing is probably so good for someone like us, because we are good communicators where we like to have fun. But you're an introvert, aren't you? I'd say I'm an ambivert. So ambivert. Yeah, you know, it's, it's supposed to be where you get your energy from, I think. I think yeah. sometimes as well, I'm not a label person. So, you know, everyone's like, oh, I've done this Myers-Briggs quiz and I'm an FPCD or whatever. <laughs> I, Do you know I, how I, people put that on their dating profile, I by the know. way? I don't like doing that because I think as soon as you, it's like when you say, oh, I'm a Gemini and you read a horoscope, no disrespect to anybody, but you'll read whatever you want to read into that. And also, if you've been told repeatedly that you are a Gemini, therefore you've got multiple personalities, you'll just breathe into that and that'll become you. Yeah. It'll become whereas if so I don't like labels. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, I think I get a lot of pleasure from people. I get a lot of pleasure on my own. Um, I, I get a lot of energy from people. I get a lot of energy from my own. Mm. I can enjoy people for a period of time and then I just can't. And sometimes it's like a real metal door slamming. Like it's not yeah. a gradual fade. I'm like, I'm done. I'm yeah. the sort of person who after in an evening will just jump in a taxi and go home and everyone will be like was this Kate Did you <laughs> I'm just I, I'm done and I'm done like that but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a mick and yeah. it's funny you said I think we're both people who like having fun I'm not sure I am someone who likes that. really <laughs> no I think my core superpower would be right is fundamentally writing yeah which is quite a private quiet thing mm. I have a lot of fun with it but on the, on, I'm not, yeah, we have fun because you're, we, we kind of bounce off each other. We have we banter. Do. I yeah. love banter. Yeah, banter's important. That, that's the combination of me and you. Yeah. That's, that's the elements coming together. I'm not sure that if it, me at my element on my own is fun. Yeah, right. Oh, it's so funny because I've always seen you as like, I just find you hilarious. Very but you dull. Know yeah. Very dull. Very dull. Very <laughs> serious. Yeah, it's all a facade. No, I am. I can have fun, but I'm. it's not my natural state. Yeah, right. <laughs> that yeah. sounds so weird. What a bore. I, lo I love that you've decided to make this change because obviously in your business, like in everything that you've done, you have grown an empire with your SEO offering. Like it, there's everyone does know you for it. And obviously, you know, you are pivoting. Bless that word. <laughs> But I, I love that you're still also saying that you want to hold on to these things because I do think this is something, you know, people are really focused on niching down and only doing one thing. And sometimes I think that's almost cutting off your nose to spite your face yeah, because you don't have to do that, especially if it's a neat transition and you can just pick and choose who you work with. It's like me, like I still offer retainer, but mm. only with people that are, I've decided, yeah, I want to work with you. Yeah. I mean, and I I think it's this okay is to do it. That. People think it's an evolution and you have to shed that skin and throw it in the bin. No, no, no. You just you just grow more more limbs. You grow you 
And as time goes on, that sounds weird, you're able to spin more plates. Like when I started Mm. off, I was only capable of spinning the copywriting plate. And then I built up processes and confidence until I could spin both. I'm doing this with my hands, everybody, which looks really unpleasant. Uh, You can't see because there's no video, but I'm doing something weird. But you just spin more and more plates. So from the outside looking in there, it looks like I've got loads going on. And I do. But I just have to spin the plate, each plate a little bit each day, or I go hard spinning the SEO plate for a bit. And then I leave it and I go over and, and that to me is what makes business interesting. So Mm. I do think niching is great for some people, but we don't, some of us can be happy little generalists and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I love that. The world needs all different types of people. And you are hundred percent proving that in this episode. (laughs) I love it. I'm going to cut us off and then we're... Oh, gosh, so short and sweet. So short and sweet because I think you've delivered all the little nuggets that we needed. Love a nugget. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much. And I'll get you back on soon. Hurrah!